Welcome to The Balance. My name is Catlin Tucker, and this mini episode is all about reflection, right? For many of us, we've either just finished our school year or we're about to finish our school year. And one of the things I encourage teachers to do is really embrace our roles as reflective practitioners. And the end of the year, before we go off on summer break and we unplug and we rest and we kind of recharge, pausing to take stock of what happened this year is very powerful and can set you up to be much more successful when you get back into planning mode at the end of summer as the next school year arrives. So really taking some time, whether you want to write your thoughts, create a concept map, sketch, draw, even audio recordings. I think audio recordings are probably my favorite way to reflect because I can literally record my ideas after a coaching session, after the end of a semester, just in my phone and kind of stream of conscious talk about what happened, what I learned, what I'm thinking or questioning really quickly in an audio comment. That's just been a really wonderful way for me to capture my reflections kind of on the go. But we want to take stock of this school year, really thinking about what worked, why did it work, what didn't work, is it something we can reimagine or modify, or is it something that we're just not going to use again, a strategy, a tool, a text that just didn't hit for students. And thinking about those things now while it's really clear and fresh in our minds. And one of the resources I have used forever, and I created it for myself, and I've now been sharing it, and I'll include it in the show notes for this mini episode, is a things to revisit for next year. Just a simple document that kind of moves you through some categories of your work that you might want to consider and brainstorm while this last year is fresh in your mind. So first is really around culture building activities. What culture building activities really work to help students form relationships, helped you to really get to know who are my students and vice versa. How did you let them get to know you? So what are those culture building activities you used that were really successful? Are there some you wished you could have used or you heard about after the fact that you want to integrate into your class next year? I really encourage teachers, the more you can build community, build culture throughout the course of the school year, the more likely you're going to have students in your room who feel safe taking risks, sharing their ideas, actively engaging in the learning process. So really brainstorming what are some of the ways you can build a really strong class culture where students feel safe and accepted. Social emotional learning skills are another big one, right? Do we want to focus on really helping our students develop self-awareness and self-management and responsible decision making? And what is that going to look like in our class? What did we do this last school year to try to develop some of these SEL skills that we thought were really successful? And what are the skills we want to focus on a little bit more next year? Because hopefully if we're kind of weaving social emotional learning skills into the fabric of our class, then we're really helping to support students in becoming more kind of independent learners who are capable of sharing the responsibility of learning with us. 
The next category is classroom routines and procedures, right? What procedures, what routines worked really well to help your class run smoothly this year? And where were those bumps? Where where did you find yourself really facing unproductive behaviors? Because maybe there wasn't a clear routine, procedure, or expectation in place. Um, these routines and procedures, we really have to hit them hard at the beginning of the school year, but they need reinforcement all year long so that students are transitioning smoothly, they're completing tasks without us having to kind of orchestrate every part of a lesson or be kind of engaging with them at every single moment. We really want to start cultivating self-directed learners and our classroom routines and procedures can really play an important role. So what worked this year? What do we want to reimagine or what do we want to focus on developing for the year ahead? teaching strategies and instructional models. What did you try this year that was fun, that students respond to, that led to high levels of engagement? And what were those teaching strategies that didn't work great? And in this section, I encourage teachers to also really be thoughtful about the barriers that particular teaching strategies present learners, right? I work with teachers all the time who are still using primarily or exclusively that whole group teacher-led model design. And when teachers are presenting information, whether it's a lecture or a mini lesson for the whole class, we want to be thoughtful about what barriers might make it hard for students to acquire that new information, right? Do they have challenges with attention and focus? Are they maybe absent? Are Is the pace of the information too fast or too slow? Do they not have the vocabulary or background knowledge to access this new information? Because moving into next year, I would love teachers to really design with the intention of identifying and attempting to remove these barriers that exist. And sometimes the easiest way to remove barriers when it comes to an instructional strategy is just to give students agency and meaningful choice. So for example, a lot of teachers use whole group class discussions to dig into topics and texts and issues, but a whole group real-time discussion presents a lot of barriers for students who might be shy or introverted, might be dealing with social anxiety, just need more time to process. So when even when I work with my graduate students, when we are together with our face-to-face classes, I give them the option. Do you want to go to the right side of the room and join one of two small group discussions? Or do you want to go to the left side of the room, log into our learning management system, and share your ideas in an asynchronous discussion. So giving students meaningful option choices when possible can help to remove barriers to ensure that all students are able to succeed. So as you're thinking about the teaching strategies and the instructional models that you use, also be thinking about what might the barriers be here and how might I go into next year attempting to really remove some of those barriers with meaningful choices. And then if you had lessons or projects that went really, really well, this year, capturing them, but also trying to understand in your reflective process, why did they work so well? What do you think you did or your students did that really helped this to be successful? Because you want to try to replicate that, obviously, in the year ahead. So the, the real purpose of a things to revamp for next year is just to really dig into our practice and, and really think about what worked, what didn't work, what needs reimagining, 
And then you have it captured so that when you are ready to circle back to school, after you've had some time off to connect with your friends and your family, read books, you know, relax wherever on a patio at the beach, that then when you come back to thinking about the new school year, you have really concrete information, ideas, strategies that you can pull from. So hopefully you're feeling really excited and confident as you move into next year. So if you have any questions, I would love for you to reach out. Find me on Twitter at Catlin underscore Tucker or Instagram at CatlinTucker.com. Shoot me any questions, ideas, things you'd love for me to cover on the balance. I would be thrilled to incorporate some of your questions, your concerns, your, your wonderings about education in a future mini episode or a future Ask Catlin. <music>